to his desk, situated against the right-hand wall near the window. There is one thing that worries me, though, Tuttle mentioned, almost as an afterthought, although he deliberately raised his voice to attract the attention of the other seven employees. Nathaniel began to shrug out of his overcoat. What might that be, sir? An impish gleam came into the white-haired gentleman's brown eyes. If you persist in failing to be on time when you are a bachelor, when you have no responsibilities other than yourself, I shudder to think how tardy you will be after you have acquired a wife and family. A hearty burst of laughter greeted the remark. As he had done so many times in the past, Nathaniel smiled to acknowledge Tuttle's profound insight and wit, then draped his coat on one of the wooden pegs in the corner. You will, of course, stay six minutes extra this evening to make amends, Tuttle stated. Of course, Nathaniel said. Tuttle uttered a protracted sigh. When I agreed to hire you as a favor to your father, my dear and loyal friend, I had no notion of the challenge you would present. So saying, he wheeled and walked off to his office. Nathaniel sat down and considered the mountain of work piled in the middle of his desk. A snicker came from his left, from the plump person of Matthew Brown, and Nathaniel shifted to regard his corpulent rival critically. Brown's desk, in contrast to his own, was as neat as a spinster's dress. Don't start, Matt, he warned. Brown ignored the admonishment. Won't you ever learn, Nate? I've learned enough to know when to mind my own business, Nathaniel assured him, and opened the top file on his pile. Irritable today, are we? I have work to do. I'm all caught up on mine. I'll help you if you wish, Brown said. He was, unfortunately, as far as Nathaniel was concerned, a mathematical genius. No, Nathaniel brushed some lint from his checkered trousers, wishing he were as adept as Matt Brown. Why won't you ever allow me to assist you, Brown asked, his tone implying his feelings had been hurt. I'll do my own work, thank you. Has anyone ever informed you that you're pig-headed? Nathaniel's eyes flashed up from the profit and loss statement he had started to study. Have a care, Matt. I won't take that type of abuse from any man. Oh, mercy, Brown said, placing his right palm against his cheek. I'm scared to death. Do your work and leave me alone, Nathaniel said, returning to the figures under his nose. Who are you trying to fool, Brown persisted, whispering so as not to be overheard by the other employees. You take abuse from old man Tuttle every day of the week except Sunday. Don't play tough with me. Who do you think you are anyway, Jim Bowie? The mention of Bowie caused Nathaniel to lean back in his chair, reflecting on the newspaper article published in September of the previous year detailing the bloody duel between Jim Bowie and Major Morris Wright on a sandbar in the Mississippi River. For several weeks, the fight had been the talk of the city. Any news of the frontier typically generated considerable excitement, and the battle on the sandbar had caused more than most. Nathaniel recalled the details vividly. He read every book, story, and article on the West he could find, 
and his favorite pastime was to daydream about the exciting exploits he had read about, the adventures of such famous figures as Bowie and Lewis and Clark. Contributing to his keen interest was the fact that his uncle had departed for the rugged, virtually unknown lands beyond the Mississippi a decade ago, and now lived somewhere in the Rocky Mountains. You'd better start pushing your pencil, Brown said. Tuttle won't take kindly to you wasting his time. Mind your own business, Nathaniel said. Try prunes. I hear they do wonders for the temperament. Nathaniel ignored the barb and diligently applied himself to his work. The morning hours seemed to drag by, and he had to resist the temptation to stare out the window at the bustling activity in the street. Tracking down an error in one ledger occupied most of his attention, and while running his right index finger down a column of figures, he became aware that...